Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. You will say Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you learn everything you need to know about celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And our DC show is obviously canceled. We just want to reiterate that so people don't like show up <laughs> at the theater in their mask and their Rita Ora hat. Like, where is everyone? It's not happening. Be safe. Stay inside. Stay inside. If you have parents, tell them to stay inside as well. Tell them not to come to the Who Weekly show because it's not happening. Tell your grandparents to stay home from the Who Weekly show. We're all doing okay, Lindsay. Yeah. Vibe, vibe check. <laughs> vibe check. How are you? How are you handling the self-quarantine? You know, the stuff, once again, the anxiety? I am used to being in the house. I'm used to working from home. Mm -hmm. I'm used to my bed. Right, right. I'm used, I got a switch. Did we talk about that? We mentioned Animal it, but I was going to. Comes out on Friday. I got a switch. I've been playing Luigi's Mansion. Is it keeping me up at night? Yes, because I love it. Great game. Isn't it cute? Love, it's so cute. Love zapping little ghosts with my vacuum. I love just vacuuming like whenever it's dirty and you just have to <laughs> vacuum up the trash. And you're like, oh, great. And you clean every room. I beat Luigi's Mansion months ago. It's like it's like iconic. I love it. Okay, so I love that. I'm very, I'm very grateful that I was mm -hmm. able to buy a switch in this trying time because it's really keeping me busy. Mm -hmm. Grateful that Westworld came mm -hmm. back last night. We are going to do this. It's not a Westworld. It's going to be on the Patreon. Sorry, but like it has to be because uh, it does not belong If you're here. listening to this on Tuesday, if you're listening to it on Tuesday, it's already on the Whoa. Patreon because it's going up on Monday afternoon. Um, How's your vibe check? What's your We're vibe every check? Monday What's now? your vibe check? Uh, A lot better. As you know, I was not doing so well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was not doing so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understandable. Uh, but I've... I've understandable. I've gotten a lot better, I think, and I'm, you know, 
let's just be heartfelt for a little bit. The Google Hangout, our LA friends and our, you know, Nashville friends uh, was very calming. Just an hour talking to people, you know, Friday yeah. night. It was nice. We recommend that. I mean, Google Hangout. Now's it's free. the time to test those group chat relationships and start a FaceTime. Just start that FaceTime, you know, when you like you're in a group chat and someone just starts the FaceTime and it's like one person's yeah. active and it's like, oh, here we go. Just FaceTime a friend. They're going to answer. Yeah, they're not doing anything, you know? And if they don't, write them off. <laughs> <laughs> write them off. Bye-bye. They're not your friend. Bye-bye. <laughs> they're not your friend. Also, buy gift certificates. If restaurants that you already like, if you have the money, the best way to support them is to buy gift certificates and use them later whenever we can leave our house. Yeah. Shout out Mimi's. Like, I already have so much credit at Mimi's. I can't wait to go and spend big bucks at Mimi's that I already spent. Also, Lana Del Rey can make everything better by releasing two songs. One of them is called If This Is The End, dot, 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 I Want A Boyfriend. And the other one is called Grenadine Quarantine 2. This actually gave me the most joy of my morning. It's really the little things. Like, it's truly little things. She posted on her Instagram a carousel of images. And the first image is a screenshot of voice memos that she made at 2.19 a.m. and 2.17 a.m. So we're talking... We're talking cream of the crop in song ideas. And Grenadine Quarantine 2 is an Lana Del Rey parody, if not the real thing. No one makes a better Lana Del Rey song than Lana Del Rey. Once again, confirmed. Confirmed. So if this is the end, dot, 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 I want a boyfriend. Grenadine Quarantine 2. Uh, if this is the end, I want a boyfriend is five minutes and 12 seconds long. Grenadine Quarantine 2 is a little more succinct. It's a minute 41, Grenadine but honestly, they're both probably iconic. Quarantine. This woman Her is... Her phone is near death. She is our national... She's our bard. Give this woman the Pulitzer for just Grenadine Quarantine. Like, I so the first, cannot get over it. The first image in the in the carousel is the screenshot. The second, which she filtered, by the way, as though it were 2013. I would just say if you're bored and need something to do, if you want to take a stab at your own lyrics for Grenadine Quarantine 2, I recommend that as an Tweet activity because that seems like a really fun thing to be doing at this point. If this is the end, I want a boyfriend. Should we read into this and say she doesn't have a boyfriend? She broke up with I don't cop. know. I think she might still have the cop boyfriend. I think this these are just too, like, I, I, I don't think that you can take her art and imply you could have the sentiment yeah if this is the end i want a boyfriend maybe she's like i have a boyfriend like i you know right uh, i don't know how to take it but if if this were her also announcing the fact that she doesn't have a boyfriend anymore i wouldn't be surprised do you think this is just coming from a place of me being like please break up with I this know, guy we don't like he's him. just do you news. think um overall just like as a macro how do you think the speaking of vibe check how do you think the celebrities are handling this like as a whole how are the celebrities handling this we're gonna get to that later but as a whole my vibe check is that they appear to be doing just fine. <laughs> Better than any of us, you know? I think the celebs, I've started to see a nice wave of celebs getting corona woke, meaning kind of getting the right Taylor information, Swift. finally receiving mm -hmm. some of the good information versus like wearing a mask on a plane or like wearing a mask somewhere else or like wearing a mask, da, 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 doing yoga or whatever. I'm seeing a lot of, you know, the workouts that they do from home. I'm seeing a lot of PSA, yeah. please stay home. If you know, from celebrities, a lot of social pressure. Busy stopped going to Lekfit. I know. Busy's whole I thing know. was Lekfit, and now she does it at home. Good for Busy. You can't sweat in. You can't sweat like that amongst strangers at the in this economy. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, absolutely. But that's what not. I'm saying. We're getting to this new higher plane. A lot of um, celebrity thought leaders like Ariana Grande and Taylor Swift have put out kind of smart statements, which is just simple. Just hey, stay home. Right now, don't need to go to a bar. Chill. Just chill. 
I am begging everyone to self-isolate, okay? This is not a good situation. I mean, in New York City, they said, oh, you know, go 50% capacity, make sure everyone's 10 feet away. Well, guess what? No one's following it, okay? This is not good. They don't deserve the Nobel Peace Prize for like releasing <laughs> a, an, an image on their social channels. They do. But they do deserve like do. a modicum of credit, you know, like a little bit. Yeah, Hil- did you because see Hillary they Duff? They do have influence. Did you see the video of Hillary Duff chastising people for going out? I love this. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I just, we have... Let me play the, video. Me play the audio here. Yeah. Here we go. Listen. To all you young millennial assholes that keep going out and partying, go home. Stop killing old people, please. That's true. That reminds me of my favorite tweet that I saw about, like, you know, the viral tweet that was going around over the weekend that was like, Shakespeare wrote King Lear during a quarantine and like whatever. Yeah. Someone was like, Hillary Swank wrote Sparks while quarantined during the Black Plague or something like that. you said Hillary Swank, not Hillary Duff. (gasps) Hillary Duff! You have a very specific brain disease that makes you say Hillary Hillary Swank instead of Hillary Duff. (laughs) Hillary Duff prepared for her role in the movie Logan Lucky. During quarantine. During a quarantine over H1N1, yeah. If you need any uplift, at this point, we're like over the hill. We need uplifting shit. My favorite meme has been the Italian people singing from their balconies different pop songs, and then the pop stars retweeting them like they're real. You know, the live version uh, yes, of yes. of Katy Perry's Roar, and I heard something by Madonna. And these celebs, they just been re- You know, the best one. A whole neighborhood in Italy is reciting I am your mother monolo- the I am your mother monologue from Hereditary when they're on lockdown and self-quarantine. And it's this audio. Listen. Listen. Don't you ever raise your voice to me. I am your mother. Do you understand? All I do is work and slave and obey. And all I get back is that fucking crazy. Okay, you have to turn that off. It's so wrapping nuts. Somebody had one that was Nicki Minaj's Chung Lee. Out of all songs. You can come, baby, tits up, baby, tits up, and a little bit It's just like how we, I don't know. We're we're all losing our minds. Yeah. So we're desperate for this sort of humor, and it really is so funny knowing that that Katy Perry truly thought that these like poor Italians who've been quarantined for eight years were, we're singing, singing roar, roar in English outside their window in English. Okay, Katy. Not even just roar, but it was Katie. a it was a clip from one of her concerts in which you could hear Katy. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Well, to be fair, Katie's never really been lo- known for her live vocals, so. And let's be fair, Katy Perry did this quarantine thing before any y'all. For the Witness promo. Oh, the Witness World for the Tour. Witness promo. Yeah, the Witness promo. Katie locked herself in the house with cameras for weeks. How long? I don't remember. <laughs> no one's better prepared for the quarantine than Katy Perry. Although the baby's gonna come at some point. Oh, we. Oh, yeah. We don't even know that. Uh, whatever. We don't know the due date on that. We don't one. Know. She's Shelby. I'm not worried about Katy Perry of all people. Talk about somebody yeah. who can yeah. mentally get through this. She has. She can't. She's been through it. <sighs> okay. Speaking of celebrities and quarantines, um, let's get some good news. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson are doing fine. They appear to be improving. They're still in. They posted Australia? A question mark. They're still in Australia. Yeah. Quarantined, yeah, they're quarantined there for two mm-hmm. weeks. So I guess they have like a little over a week left. Um, we're getting, they have... we're getting added attention on the Suns because I saw, I, I saw, I saw a great Daily Mail. Tom Hanks' son Colin like emerges for the first time since 
his you know since he, his father yeah, like was orange county came out yeah it's so strange <laughs> it's it's like it's weird the spotlight on the on the hanks offspring because like what else are you know yeah. again these the daily mail is just out here pulling at straws so tom hanks posted a photo of his like breakfast eating vegemite on toast and a lot of celebrities, uh, especially ones who aren't from America and are, you know, where Vegemite is a larger part of their culture, were responding like, LOL, Tom, like you use too much or LOL, Tom, you're supposed to put butter on before you put the Vegemite or whatever. Gordon Ramsay commented, uh, what did he say? Missing a little butter on that Vegemite. Be well. It's cute. It's a cute ribbing. Like we are really desperate to focus on yeah. anything other than like our beloved Tom Hanks Co- having coronavirus. Colin Hanks tweeted which is why i mean he commented which is why everyone's talking about colin hanks that's way uh i've been saying that's way too much for one piece of toast to him for years which suggests that tom hanks has been eating vegemite for a really long time which i find very charming tom hanks would he loves he's a very multi-culty guy i think he would totally eat vegemite i i feel like i would love vegemite you think so i've never it, had it but i feel like well I would you love, love kombucha it. yeah i feel like it's very like isn't it very umami isn't it very yeah. like you love like eating um cult, like culture like a, firm, like a like gross you love like cottage yeah. cheese and yogurt yeah. you love like something that's alive mm. like you're down for that i love something that's so, sort of like a bold kind of yeasty it's like yeasty <laughs> a bold yeast yeah, forward yeasty. Flavor. yeah i love that yeah i feel like i'd really especially with some butter Okay, so then the most important thing that happened to Tom and Rita to prove that they're doing okay, I feel like this is good to talk about. Like, yeah, yeah. we're seeing people recover. No, it's true. They're recovering. There's they're humor doing fine. through this. God, the two of us trying to like make ourselves seem relevant. No, it's fine to talk about coronavirus. It's fine to, to keep releasing this podcast amidst all of this chaos. Okay, Rita Wilson released a playlist called Rita Wilson Quarantunes. <laughs> In which she curated 36 songs, which are sort of like tongue-in-cheeky songs about like, like, let me read some of the other ones here. Um, Like, Stay Indoors by the Zac Brown Band or like something like that. Yeah. So Far Away by Carol Kane, King, um, Right Here Waiting, Richard Marks, Dancing With Myself, Billy Idol, Insomniac's Lullaby, I Want to Be Sedated, I'm So Tired, The Beatles... I will survive, Gloria Gaynor. Love will Aww. keep us together, Captain Aww. and Daniil. Thirty-six songs. This is the most songs. endearing shit Rita Wilson's done in a long time. You can't touch this by MC Hammer. Oh God. The climb by Miley Cyrus, which is really funny. But the funniest thing about Rita Wilson's Quarantunes playlist is that of the thirty-six songs on Rita Wilson's Quarantunes yeah. playlist, six of them are by Rita Wilson. <laughs> there is. A- <laughs> To be fair, they're all sort of thematically on Wait, they are? She has six songs that work for this? Grateful by Rita Wilson. Leaving on a Jet Flame by Rita Wilson. (laughs) Don't Let Me Be Lonely Tonight by Rita Wilson. Wait, wait, wait. That's three. Girls Night In makes sense. Rita love her Girls first Night song, her In. Iconic song. We love Girls Night In. And then there's Go On Through It by Rita Wilson. I haven't heard it, but it sounds correct. Sometimes Love by Rita Wilson. Haven't heard it, but it mm. sounds correct. Mm. And then okay. the last one by Rita Wilson. Let Me Be. Let me be like a bird in a cage. Only you can set me free. I thought you were going to be like, and the last one by Rita Wilson, I have coronavirus. <laughs> are you kidding she's going to i know like she's going to write so many songs during her quarantine like william shakespeare wishes she's gonna write write, like her opus not to be whatever but think of the opportunities for rita wilson post this like a book we're gonna get a book we're gonna get an a tell-all interview we're gonna get a song you're right we might even get a tour we might get i mean this is her moment. 
Yeah, it's good to watch them be fine, especially Rita, because we know that she's like recovering from cancer. She's like formerly cancer patient. Mm-hmm. Like she's immunocompromised. We know that. And guess what? She's living life. She's making a playlist. Yeah. She's eating Vegemite. This should be this should be good news to all of us. We don't know if she's gonna touch. That. She might be like Tom. Ew, Tommy, Tommy, no. Tommy. You know I don't like Tommy. that. You know I don't like that. <laughs> And he's like, come on. And then he probably eats it. And he's like, mm, I love Vegemite. And she's like, ew, sweetie, stop it. Stop it. I think in effect, it was around about maybe 10, 15 people. Rita also walked through here, through the corridors of Channel 9. as She posed for um, some photos with people. So all those people have, have been alerted. <laughs> she didn't run into the ladies' toilet, fortunately. Um, but uh, again, um, she moved, made her way into the studios here as well. So yeah. they had to track down all of these people. Speaking of viruses, Jojo Siwa opened up about rumored boyfriend no! Elliot Brown. Don't speak of <laughs> We can talk about Jojo Siwa because she's so young and so healthy that she is like there's she has no problems here. This I keep thinking Jojo Siwa's secretly like a um a four year old woman. Sixteen years old, yes. <laughs> But that she's like, you know, like Orphan, the Vera Farmiga oh my movie, God. where she's like, surprise, I'm like Russian in a hundred. Like she has a ribbon <laughs> around her neck and no one knows what it does. Yeah, but it's like the bow. <gasps> the bow is somehow keeping something on her head, like the ribbon Have on the neck. Have you suspected this before? Or is this the first time you've had this theory? This is happening okay. right now. My brain is creating this right now. But like the Jojo Siwa's bow is the equivalent of Orphan's... Um, like if you take uh, off the if you take off the bow, the all the wrinkles appear or whatever. If you take whatever. off the bow, like, like they're keeping her skin taut. <gasps> And if you take off her bow, it's like the shining lady, right. like the shining lady who's right. naked. And then she's like, because everybody's like, whatever. oh, her hairline, her hairline. And we're like, no, that bow is keeping her, the, the ponytail and the bow are keeping her young. It's keeping her whole skin tight. No, that's rude to Jojo Siwa. But she's she is truly 16. She's not a hundred year old woman in disguise. Jojo Siwa is a child and she might have a boyfriend whose name is Elliot Brown. And what is not interesting about this is the fact that Jojo Siwa, a teenager, might have a boyfriend. What's interesting about this is that E-Online cannot fucking contain their excitement. It's I know. <laughs> I've never seen E-Online write more words than like about Jojo Siwa's potential boyfriend that's unconfirmed. This is the most words they've ever produced for an article. <laughs> right? Well, E does do those weird stories where it's like, here's why Megan and Harry are doing it right. And it's like 8,000 words that's all speculation. <laughs> like combination speculation and aggregation. Where you're e like, Online has been on one recently, though. E Online is like losing their mind. They need they, they need this. Well, Hold on. Let me pull something. Quarantine up. really is making us all behave really weirdly. And this is, I think, an example of that. Does JoJo Siwa have a boyfriend? E's own Jason Kennedy finds himself asking this question in this clip from Monday's all-new In the Room. What is in the room? I don't want to know about it. As the entertainment journalist is given a tour of Siwa's colorful home, he spots a framed photo of the YouTube star and alleged boyfriend, Elliot Brown. And the whole thing, he keeps asking her, like, do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a boyfriend? And she's like, he's an old friend. I've noticed him since I was, like, two years old. Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a boyfriend? And then it ends with it ends with it saying, for Siwa's words on her maybe boyfriend, be sure to watch the sneak peek above. She doesn't have a boyfriend. She's very clear about the fact that it's just someone she's known since she was eight years old. If if Jojo Siwa says she doesn't have a boyfriend, she doesn't have a fucking boyfriend. I don't even want to go deeper into that. I don't want to like speculate on Jojo Siwa's boyfriend. I don't want to know who this guy is. I don't want to, you, mm-hmm. you know, th- there's nothing here for me. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I copied all this fucking copy. I copied all the copy into this document and I did not read this one paragraph. Yeah. Okay. Do you care to say anything about that? Is this a guy friend? Someone you're cool with? You like him? You're dating? Kennedy inquires. Imagine being an adult and asking a 16-year-old this, by the way, by the way, awful. This line, 
the internet sensation who famously left Northwest starstruck strategically dances around answering this question by calling him, quote, a family friend. Who famously left Northwest starstruck? (laughs) Famously left Northwest starstruck? Also, strategically dances around answering this question. She's a dancer. She's a dancer. Teens too much. She's a dancer, though. I think maybe that's the reference. She doesn't have a boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. His name is Elliot. He's been a family friend of mine for, oh gosh, I've known him since he was eight. Since I was eight. Okay. I'm so, I feel so (laughs) bad about this. I hate this so much. This is why we never talk. Jojo Siwa was like a passing phase. We need to like leave her, leave her behind. Leave her alone. Let her grow up. Well, the internet is going crazy over Jojo Siwa's rumored new boyfriend. Now it's not confirmed, but fans believe that she's dating a guy named Elliot Brown because she posted on Instagram with him. We know if you post on Instagram, you make it Instagram official. It's basically like confirming the news. So here is what we know so far. And now we're going to talk about Ezra Miller, which if past is precedent means that we're going to spend 10 minutes I know. engaged in a very boring conversation that goes nowhere because Ezra Miller is sort of this person who barely exists. And we kept thinking that they were going to transition to them, but they have not. I mean, we talked about them Two years ago, we made these. I mean, I'll never do this again. But we made these broad predictions about their <laughs> rise to huge. fame, and oh my God, were we wrong? That's why I was worried when we were talking about Florence Pugh. I was like, Florence Pugh, the next big star, and then I remembered Ezra Miller in my back of my mind, being like, "Remember me? Remember me? Remember me?" We so did not do a good job predicting them their their future. You know, now they've kind of gotten no, no, a little no. bit more niche now. A lot of, especially this. I mean, this magazine article kind of cements them as. This this magazine article, it's like, okay, we're going to put Ezra Miller in very little clothing and just have Ezra like I mean, they're do hot. weird things with their body. It's just... They're hot. No, very hot. Very hot. Very hot. Very hot. hot. Covered in paint. Covered in paint. Ezra has a brand and Ezra is committed to that brand. Here's a paragraph. I am clandestine, Miller says, savoring each syllable of the pronouncement. People do not understand me. I don't intend them to, right? I want a certain amount of confusion, and I'm comfortable sharing that. I have plans that not a soul, even in my closest spheres, know of. I mean, I tell stories in a lot of ways. I'm doing a lot of different types of work at once. They all interrelate. Some of them use my public image, some of them don't. My prerogative is service. I'm here to do what I can for everyone I can do it for. It's like, okay. Not that I don't think that they can push these messages with fame, but I just don't think... People are stupid, and E News needs a a a kind of simplifiable soundbite soundbite yeah. thing. And Ezra, in their in their thought process, is unable to sum it up. You cannot you cannot aggregate Ezra Miller. <laughs> no, Ezra Miller. You cannot aggregate Ezra, Ezra, Miller, Ezra Miller. Is unaggregatable. Truly, truly. <laughs> like, what do you, what would you even? How would you even aggregate this profile? It would be honestly, it would be like Ezra Miller strips down for GQ, you know, just be about the photos because he's naked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the other thing about Ezra Miller is there is a category of celebrities, specifically young ones, just like savvy young celebrities who are like very, very well educated and well read in tab in um, profile profile journalism and profile culture, and so yeah. they kind of know which like cogs to spin and which. I don't know, knives to twist when it comes to like making themselves seem really fascinating Mm -hmm. when a writer comes by, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. Ezra, Ezra knows what to say and what What to do to make a profile be very weird. You know, like 
this profile says nothing. It reminds me of um, it reminds me of that that iconic Rich Joswiak Celine Dion video that includes the scene where Celine Dion is trying to give an inspirational speech to who, this young kid who's a fan who's like sensitive to light, and it's like what? very funny. And she's trying to give him like a pep talk, and she says, "You know, some people have everything; they have nothing. It's wonderful." <laughs> And it's sort of what? like, what are you saying? That's what this reminds me of. <laughs> Some people have everything. They have nothing. It's wonderful. Some people have everything. They have nothing. It's wonderful. It's just, it's not that what they're saying is invalid in any way. If you break it down and actually kind it's of. Sensical. You kind That's, of waded mm. through the, the, the tough terminology and just if, i'm mm-hmm. just like i don't want to discount what they're saying because there's important things that i think that they touch on like in mm-hmm. their life and advocate sure, for yeah. Yeah, but the yeah. point is is if you end a profile like this how am i supposed to take <laughs> you do you see the end of this profile it says as oh, i yeah. get up to roll out a few room service carts are rolled in and miller starts to pick off them as i'm walking away as if on cue miller calls out to me quote hey i turn they grin i hear it coming before they can even part their lips quote don't listen to me. I change my mind all the time. They are playing you like a fiddle. And it's working. It's working. It's working. Anyways, it's, it's working. just a fascinating progression of somebody who we saw a, a unique light in, I think. And that's why we got mm-hmm. kind of gung-ho about them. And I don't think we were wrong. Mm-hmm. I just think that they chose a different path. A different path. <laughs> <laughs> a different Whatever. Path. I'm kind of obsessed with Ezra Miller for that reason no, in a weird way. I, I too. pay attention to them because I'm like, that person was really good at what they did, at what they do. And yeah. I I don't know. I enjoyed a lot of enjoy a lot of their work. Okay. We need to move on. There's I a way to spiral. do there's a way to do that sort of like wackadoo celebrity thing very Joaquin badly. Phoenix and there's a way to do it in a, a way. Good way. Joaquin Phoenix. Right? But it's like then there's oh, sort of. Joaquin Phoenix can be extremely annoying. And also Joaquin Phoenix is still sort of like has questionable badness history. But so above like above all, people are like, Joaquin Phoenix is an incredible actor. That is the only that is the most communicated thing about Joaquin Phoenix. No matter what he stirs up or what he says, everyone's like, Hey, mm-hmm. but the guy's an amazing actor. And that's the number, that's like all that you want to communicate, mm-hmm. you know, and then you, you take your whatever else you want to communicate and you push that through like, you know, veganism, let's yeah. say is something that Joaquin Phoenix would want to communicate. You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years, just a little bit of, just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin, you got your various things, but I've found that of all the things, a little bit of CBD, a little bit of CB distillery, that's getting me goes a long that's way. That's getting me conked right out <laughs> and, and sleeping through the night. It really is. I love CB Distillery. They have not all their products are for sleep. Some that's are for true. relaxation, but like I love the sleep ones. They say shh. Those gummies they sent us. I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're good ass gummies. <laughs> They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like, you were like, I took CBD earlier today and I feel chill. I'm like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery? <laughs> what did I say? You said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. 
CB distilleries targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. They all caps the clean, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD. And I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over 2 million customers and a solid 100% money-back guarantee, CB Distillery is the source to trust. Hooligans have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code WHO, W-H-O, for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com, code WHO, cbdistillery.com. Let's do Most Markless Headline. What is the national animal of England? Am I supposed to know that? Surprise, surprise. A lot of these involve coronavirus. A lot of them don't. Uh, but in case you thought that Meghan and Harry news would subside during the coronavirus <laughs> pandemic. Honey. Oh, honey, honey, honey. Oh, honey. You were wrong. You were wrong. Let's read a few. One is from a cryptocurrency news website. I really don't know why it's there, but I think like most websites, they just talk about everything now. <laughs> it's just like you can't be too niche for too long. Like at some point, even if you start a, a website about like vegan bread making, like you're going to be covering Meghan Markle because you're going to be like, I'm out of topics. Um, so <laughs> Meghan Markle wastes, you know what I but mean? I like, like if, nothing can be niche for long world in this ended, world. ended, which at this point whatever Maybe. if the world ended <laughs> the Meghan Markle headlines would continue until the lights went out there would be active yeah. well they were pre-scheduled <laughs> <laughs> scheduled tweets about Meghan Markle like me and Bobby on the phone me and Bobby on the phone it's like Bobby how could it really all be over they're still writing and producing articles about Meghan Markle I, they just published one five minutes ago and then the lights go out <laughs> everything <just> ends. <laughs> Uh, they'll never they're never gonna i know stop. it's almost like a it's almost inspiring in a weird in, in a weird way in these times cryptocurrency news Meghan markle wastes no time in bashing the royal family and kate middleton wastes this is wastes on a no website time. called cryptocurrency news it used it says <laughs> ccn.com also known as ccn markets was founded in the summer of 2013 in norway by serial entrepreneur jonas borchnevik as cryptocoinsnews.com and then it's like then in 2018 what? they realized we can write about everything so now it's just all sorts of it's just a culture site uk media is reporting that a source close to the duchess of sussex claims megan finds it strange that no one hugs each other she also described the royal family as quote uptight it's like, where are you getting this information? I, yeah, this I, don't so I don't trust CCM. Move on. Next headline. Do you want to do the next one? Megan and Harry are very concerned for pal Sophie Trudeau after coronavirus diagnosis. Oh, that's uh, Justin Trudeau's wife. The Yeah, of course the they are. Of Canadian, Canada. First Lady of Canada. They love yeah, they Canada. Love they're Canada. basically Canadians now. So they're concerned about her. Okay, okay. That makes sense to me. What's next? That makes sense. They are very close to the Trudeaus, who are part of their social circle, which also includes Megan's best friend, Jessica Mulroney, oh, every and time. her husband, they Ben. They mention that every time. They love mentioning Jessica oh, and Ben. They're obsessed with these two. The pair will shortly embark on their new lives. They can't sit around. They have to work to pay their bills. They want to work. 
Then the next, the final two are both from Daily Mail. Meghan Markle's estranged brother calls on Duchess to, quote, get off her high horse and let her father fulfill his, quote, dying wish of meeting Archie and predicts, quote, divorce is on the cards for her and Prince Harry. <laughs> what? Who's the estranged brother? Isn't he the one who made the weed? The weed that was called, I like, Meghan weed? There's so many estranged family members just, they Tom, will not Tom. stop. Thomas Tom Markle Jr. For- yeah, 54. Thomas Markle Jr. Okay, I okay. What's the next one? I don't even. I don't like Thomas Markle Jr. Like then one. the next one is Camilla's quote fury at Meghan, Duchess of Sussex, is accused of stealing the limelight by releasing pictures of herself at the theater the same day Charles's wife gave a speech. Mm-hmm. Can I say I don't even? I don't like these. I think the winner is Meghan and Harry are very concerned for pal Sophie Trudeau after coronavirus yeah, diagnosed. It's topical. You're right. It's but topical. also, it just shows that the you got to connect it back. It's like they're always there. They're always there and you got to always connect it back to them. It's funny to me that Tom Markle Jr. kind of came out of the woodwork during all of this. You know, like the timing of these people releasing more statements is interesting. Mm, Yeah. I mean, who Um, knows even what the timing of any of this is? I'm trying to figure it's it almost feels kind of like this is a lot of old stuff that just is getting posted. Did they reach out to him? Probably. Or did they reach out to him because there is a lull? There's probably a reporter whose job it is to reach out to the the Markle family members constantly. Really? This 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 Thomas Markle Jr. stuff is new because he went on camera last week. So it's like new actually new stuff. Okay, the page six one one. Okay, what is next on here? Oh, this. So can you kind of start from the beginning? Because I saw oh, because I don't watch the show. I, I saw <laughs> r- okay, but I thought maybe you had more context because it's like this bachelor producer, Julie LaPlaca is telling everyone, like, I'm not dating Peter Weber, who is The Bachelor. Well, we talked about this because there were very convincing conspiracy theories by fans that that Peter's sees. It's so funny that, like, when The Bachelor is bad and then none of the relationships are really working and everyone is having a bad time, it's almost like we don't understand that that could just be the show itself being non-functional, not that there's something else going on. Like. No kidding, The Bachelor sucks and like the relationships are bad and don't work. Come on. The mm-hmm. the minority of people that have gotten together from The Bachelor and stayed together, that's a very small amount. I mean, it's unusually it's unusual that anything anything like that has ever happened at all, that people stayed together, had kids and whatever. Mm-hmm. But to be surprised, to try and look for a reason why it's not working is such a funny thing when the reason is just like because this is a fucking TV show, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So people are like, oh, the producer, he's dating the producer, da da da. I think they probably still think that. I just don't understand if it was true why they wouldn't just come out and say it at this point. Who the fuck cares? He's not, you know, it's his show's over. We're moving on to the next lady. Yeah, I mean, it it does look to me like the way that I interpreted all this, and that's what I wanted. And since I know you don't watch the 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 season, but it's like. When I read all of this, the headlines are like, she sets the record straight. She never dated him. But whenever you read her thing, it sort of seems like they I dated know, at one point. I and know, then it stopped I it. Know. She says, yes, that she posted a photo for no reason, not really at least, from New Year's where they're in Times Square together. And it says, yes, that was Pilot Pete in the tan jacket. No, we didn't kiss at midnight. But whoever ends up as his co-pilot for life is one lucky lady because this guy has a heart of gold. And it's sort of like, okay, maybe you didn't kiss on New Year's Eve, but it looks like you kissed at some point. <laughs> looks like you did I mean, a little bit of kissing. they definitely smooched, like at least once or twice. He was cute and he was with them. He was across The Bachelor for such a long time. He was on the last season. He's on this season. There's plenty of time to smooch. This photo of them 
posing together. One more month till this bachelor takes off on the greatest flight of his life, like Rose plane, Rose. I mean, it just sounds like this woman like is going airplane emoji relationship. So one of the Hills girls, I want to say Whitney, I want to say Whitney was like recently came out and was like, I was dating a producer. That's why I wasn't really good on the show for Mm -hmm. a while. That's why I was kind of boring mm-hmm. is because I was dating a producer. One of those girls, I just feel like this is a this is a thing as old as time, a test as old as time. Just date like dating yeah. one of the producers or dating a cameraman or date, you know. It's like dating a dating a coworker. Yeah, it's like dating a coworker. Dating a co-worker. We That's act all it like is. this is reality, but it's actually just scripted television and these people are just dating their coworkers. <laughs> and of course, I mean it stands to reason that you would sort of like develop feelings for the person who's sort of writing your fake narrative. Yeah. Like someone who's in control of your public persona and who's telling you what to do. Like you develop a sort of codependent relationship on this person, I guess. I don't know. I do think no matter what, though, the producers of The Bachelor and the people who make it do not want it to come out that he was dating a producer. Like that to me, it's not like, oh, why didn't they just release it? It'd be for a better show. I kind of think that they just they don't they wouldn't want that because that kind of sullies the essence of the entire thing. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. really, really, what's mm-hmm. the point? I, already with the show, it's like, what's the point? Although, aside from being entertainment. Yeah. But I think if if it's so out of, it's so like breaking the fourth wall that it just really fucks it up. So they're, they're now delaying the next season, smart, the shooting of the next season with what's-her-face, Claire. Yeah, exactly. So she yeah. she's unique because she is older, slightly older, which is uh, uh, shocking. She's thirty eight. She's thirty eight. She's a fucking. She's a fucking. <laughs> oh my god! Just a withering <laughs> old hag. No, I know she should be dead. <laughs> oh my god! She's an old woman, and they're a thirty eight year old single woman. <laughs> Kill her she, off. <laughs> you oh know, like god. that's that's the way all of this. I know. That's the way all of I this know. is reading. So she's older, and she's from. She's been on The Bachelor. She was on. This is the best part. She was on Juan Pablo season. I lost respect for you. Okay. Because I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. I thought I knew what kind of man you were. Okay. What you just made me go through. Mm-hmm. I would never want my children having a father like you. Okay. She was on Bachelor in Paradise twice, I think. And she was on Bachelor Winter Games. And on Bachelor Winter Games, she got engaged to some, like, <laughs> Canadian. She got engaged to this Canadian and then obviously broke it off. And they brought, they're bringing her back to be the bad. I just feel like we've had so many bad Bachelor Bachelorettes recently. Except for, uh, everyone liked Hannah. And they tried to get her to come back. People, Hannah Brown. People sort of like Rachel Lindsay, but then they were like, you're boring. Right, but then they liked Hannah B. I think she was the Bachelor. And then they, for this next season, there were rumors that they were trying to pay her to do it again, which is like, come on, guys. But instead yeah. they found this woman. And it's already proved to be successful because she was already fighting with Juan Pablo, who was like just a fucking devil, you know, just the fucking Antichrist. Because yeah. he was like, we'll see if all these 20-year-olds, I'm going to watch all these 20-year-olds hit on her. And it's like, okay, relax. Maybe she should get mm-hmm. to fucking get 20-year-olds hit on her. Shut up. Maybe fucking so. <laughs> Maybe fucking so. Uh, that's like all The Bachelor you're going to get from me. I'm shocked that I know that much, but it's because I did some research. Peter, how are you holding up, man? I'm good. Good, good. I'm tough, tough, tough decision, huh? Yeah, it's tough. What, what is it? It's really the best, and, uh, you know, all the love in the world to Maddie, to Hannah Ann, so talk. Your, your, your mother, did she play an influence in this? A lot of people are giving her backlash. For this, no. She it, didn't? This is, this is stuff between Maddie and I solely, 100%. And people have their opinions, but this is just between the two of us, and it's just a mutual respect and love, and that's all. Maddie is hanging out with Selena, Selena Gomez. What do you think of that? 
Uh, I actually didn't know that. You didn't know that, yeah, yeah. No. All right, I gotta ask you about Julie LaPlaca rumors. What's that? Julie LaPlaca, the producer. Yeah. Right, you guys possible? Are you open to? She's my producer, man. She's a good friend. So you're not gonna touch that? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's a bad way to put it, but you're not yeah. going anywhere near that, okay. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I use Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low-dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit. They're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is not on the dock, but, but Dakota Johnson did an episode of Architectural Digest Open Door. Barb is such a great door. character. Barb didn't come back in season two, did she? They totally forgot about Barb in the Upside Down. That sucks. She's still there. Oh, sex and the Constitution. That's a really interesting one. Sex, religion, and law from America's origins. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What a weird girl. And I... I mean, you know how much Lindsay and I love Dakota Johnson. We've made that abundantly clear. I she's amazing. I love her more now. I'm possible. willing to. I'm willing to say that she's still a who. At this I think point. she's still a who. Just, I think she's still a who. I think she is extremely. F f I think she's a who. I think she's an interesting who, because she hasn't had her big like kind of um, like Fifty Shades is one thing, but Fifty Shades is sort of a trashy trilogy. I think she's cuspy constant. I do think that she's cuspy, and I do she's think she's nepotism. She, I think that there's. I think she could do it. I think she's close, but I, w I want Absolutely. her to stay a who because I love her. Like, I want her to be something I, I love her so yeah, much. We're kind of being a little bit selfish, to be honest. Her episode of Open Door, she's uh, Dakota Johnson is, for all the trash we talk about nepotism, Dakota Johnson is the perfect yeah, is. example is. of nepotism. She is, like, self-aware of her nepotism. She, like doesn't care she appears to not care whether or not she becomes super famous as an actress because she's so rich and like beautiful and successful already so it's sort of like whatever i also think that know? she's confident in her talent which is funny because i really didn't mm -hmm. thought she was terrible in 50 shades and still kind of think that she's terrible in 50 shades but then i saw suspiria 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 <laughs> i saw suspiria. i saw suspiria <laughs> the new one and she's incredible mm -hmm. in it so now i'm a little like also is dakota johnson good at acting how many times do I have to say? Uh, She's also good the best Luca Guadagnino movie is Bigger Splash, and Bad Times at the El Royale sucks I mean, and is like a really stupid movie yeah, and not nearly as smart it. as it thinks he is. She's great in it, right? So Dakota Johnson. She's also rules. great in Peanut Butter Falcon, and, which is a movie that no one saw. Which Shia I still haven't seen. I liked it. Um, 
Her house is perfect. I would not change a thing about it. <laughs> I know you it would just move so right in. Beautiful. You would just move right in. I would I also notice she didn't show the bedroom. She didn't show every room, but she showed enough rooms. I just like when she was in the office I, and she was like, here's a photo of my grandmother with her lion. And you're like, oh, right, because Tippi Hendren had, had all those lions. lions. And they made that wild movie yeah. about the lions and all those crew members got hurt. Because Tippi Hendren is a lunatic. Got, and guess what? She's like 106 and still alive and like kick in. Dakota's got a quirky sense of something. She's funny. She definitely thinks she's funny. And she definitely is funny. But it comes off a little... Her humor is strange. And I like that. And you can tell that she probably doesn't get along with people because of it. This was meant to be an herb garden. And I never planted any herbs in it, and I'm just looking at it now, and it looks so crazy in here. <laughs> I didn't ever do anything, and all this wild shit started growing in it, like this guy. What are you even? We all know this because of the Ellen thing. Right. She was an asshole right on back to Ellen, and she's never going on that show again <laughs> unless they make it into some kind of bit. <laughs> Which I don't even think that she would agree to do because she's an asshole. It was sort of, um, it was sort of, a lot of things from this video were going viral. One of them was like, I love limes. Look at all my limes. I love limes. <laughs> I love them. They're great. I love them so much. And I like to present them like this in my house. Going viral. Going viral amongst of tw tw 10 people. Like Come gay on. Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> going gay viral. Twitter being my like, ass. legend. I mean, <laughs> shout out Evan. Shout, truly shout out Evan Ross Katz for like trying to make this video happen, which I respect because it was good, but also like trying to make this yeah. video happen. <laughs> You're right. There are plenty of things that are actually going viral right now. And Dakota Johnson's open door is not one of them. So um, you're right. I should step it back. But, but for our, for our there's concerns, a, there's it a, is. Yeah. For, for our concerns, it's going yeah. viral. Her house is beautiful. There's a part where she goes, these are my awards. They're all really stupid. And then it shows a shot of the people's choice, which is really hilarious. Um, she bought the house from Ryan Murphy, which is great. It's almost like Ryan Murphy, dumbass. Why'd you move out of this perfect house? But page six, obviously, obviously pulls out. I mean, there are plenty of good moments in this. Page six pulls out the pettiest moment. And the headline is, Dakota Johnson told neighbors to, quote, shove it over bamboo plants. And it's based on the part where she goes in her backyard and how she has how she has bamboo in the driveway but because it grows really fast it like her neighbors get annoyed and she says and my neighbors on that side are in a war with me about how high the bamboo in the driveway is growing which is insane because why would i want people to be able to see in my house i can't believe that i'm even letting you guys in my house so they can just shove it which is which is like the kind of personality that you want from this video and it sucks that honestly that page six pulls it out and makes it a bad thing because it does it makes it so that celebrities aren't encouraged to like t be funny like that she's joking mm -hmm. she's not in a war with her neighbors she's like but again dakota johnson has sort of the privilege of being able to be this sort of petty and rude yeah right she's not gonna get in trouble also it reminds me of like that is low on the totem pole of like rude neighbor behavior in terms of celebrities yeah. like remember never forget many driver drew jars of paint at people so like, <laughs> i know i have to she say drew baby through baby jars of paint these allegedly um architectural digest videos have really become a staple in celebrity like they're the new 73 questions i mean i think that we're getting weirdly authentic looks into their lives via these videos because i'm noticing well, how different each yeah, one of yeah, them is yeah. depending on the celebrity and you're it's weird to it's weird but really cool to see a celebrity 
do this because remember like the Maggie Gyllenhaal one was so specific and the Liv Tyler one was so specific mm-hmm. and the um, the mm-hmm. Shay Mitchell one was so specific. You're getting like weirdly accurate views of these people's lives based on this like home tour thing. And I think that is, yep. I'm realizing it's, like it's the, one of our best YouTube series about celebrities. <laughs> weirdly. It is. It's taken. It's definitely taken the crown from another Condé property Vogue. You're right. The 73 questions. 73 questions is so, even though all of this, I don't doubt is extremely not scripted, but like bulleted and and rehearsed. Like, okay, we know we're going to go from here to here. That, that like Haley Baldwin being like, Haley, like what's your dream? I don't know. Like Haley Baldwin had to rehearse her lines. Dakota Fanning was just like, well, come let's on not forget in. the 73 questions went from being in their own house again to being in like a hotel or to being like it went so yeah, inauthentic right, right. so quickly. Like they lost the thread. The best videos are like, here's in my here's my actual house. And if the point of the video Which is, is why AD is better. right. And if the yeah. point is showing off your house, then you can't get out of that. You can't say, oh, let's do it in a hotel or let's do it, you know, somewhere else like walking down the street. And I mean. And I mean, look at our HGTV obsessed culture. We love just looking at nice houses. I don't give a shit about David Harbour. David Harbour sucks. He seems like a dipshit. I would never want to be friends <laughs> with him. And yet I've watched his Architectural Digest video like Have four you? times because I think his apartment is beautiful. It's like a New York dream. It's a I small one bedroom apartment this. that is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's like yeah. a perfect little apartment. He's like, he doesn't pretend that it's anything that it isn't. Like he's like, oh my, He he's like, oh my interior designer did all this like he doesn't pretend to be like very heady no, I know. and like thoughtful but i'm just saying we're getting and i appreciate that we're getting like we seek authenticity in these videos like that's why hot ones is so popular because they're like eating hot mm-hmm. wings and they're kind mm-hmm. of getting too real because their brain they're losing their minds mm-hmm. because of the hot wings and we yeah. we yes. seek out videos where we we see some <laughs> sort of thread of authenticity in our celebrities mm-hmm. and and this is one yeah, of them, I yeah. would say. This is one of the best. I think yeah. Hot Wings and Open Door is like the two Open Door the rules. two best Open Door videos rules. that we have at this. And of course, they're going to get ruined. But, you know, for now, they're fine. Who do we want to put on the list? In case any um, any um anyone's listening from Architectural Digest. Oh, oh please. Oh. Uh, please listen. <laughs> Who should we request? Who are some whos we should request? God, Dakota's perfect. Whose house do I want to see? Whose apartment do I want to see? I love seeing apartments. So I, I do want to see yeah. more city dwellers and less LA people. So Oh, you know whose house I want to see? It's a them, but um Jessica Chastain's like weirdo apartment across from Carnegie. Oh, she'd Hall. be so good at this. I want to see how she she'd lives. Be so I want to see how she lives. Oh, you know who'd be really fun? And who actually speaking of thems, but like I'm just thinking of like really, really New York people. Spike Lee would have like a really fun episode of this because he's so serious, but also kind of like funny. Yeah. Like Spike Lee's so yeah. weird. Uh, who's like a very like new What about York. there also could be like a good London posh apartment moment? I mean Taylor like Taylor Swift already did she already do one? She did 73 questions. Like No, Taylor's and Taylor only showed off her dumb like Beverly Hills house that she barely lives in. It's like it, that was a fake one. Taylor Swift's was like not her main house, which is a scam. Yeah, well that right. That's so f- you're right. Sarah Jessica Parker's already done it and her house was very cool. We want you it's really fun to do young people who like have new houses or new apartments that like you Zendaya's wish. Like Zendaya's house. Like Florence. Like Pugh what does Zendaya's house good, look like? To bring her up what does again? Florence like house look or like? apartment or whatever. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Like young people people who got famous and they're like what do i do with this money like i want to see how young people spend their money oh yeah not like maggie jill and all who's like we bought this print from like some seller in like the lower east side it's like shut the fuck up i mean truly shout out to ad because i do think that it's difficult to like 
get the perfect one of these. We can't even off the really the top of our head think of the perfect yeah. celeb. But like I thought it would be easier. But I, I think that they're they you have to be so good at at knowing the balance because you want somebody who's worked with a designer so they have funny pieces like to say oh this four thousand mm-hmm. dollar paperweight was picked out by my whatever because it represents my love for, of spaghetti or whatever you know like you need one of the you need some of that and then you need some of like mm-hmm. oh i had this i found this at a thrift store in uh in spain and i had it reframed and shipped you know like you need you need a mix of yeah, all of yeah. these weird things you know with a touch of the shay mitchell this is my actual like gay best friend slash designer slash assistant slash whatever and he's gonna just <laughs> <laughs> like remember that video that yeah. rolled yeah. Okay, I'm obsessed. Uh, we we need to move on. I'm sorry. Honestly, just like AD needs to lean in and do one of these like every three we, days. It, we need it. Please. We need it. Hi, AD. Welcome to our house. Welcome I'm Poppy. And I'm Cara. This is Alfie Dumbledore Delevingne. And this is Leo. Only Leo. Formerly known as Leo. He's gone. Okay, do we want to do all these coronavirus headlines? It's It seems like we... Like, how do we toe the line between... <laughs> Talking about celebrities and coronavirus without seeming insensitive. It's just don't. <laughs> to, 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 to do this in a way that is sort of thoughtful. It's just like in times of panic, hmm. industry needs to keep going, right? Every industry, so many industries are like have these are just barely getting by to begin with, right? And so we're seeing so many of these industries just like shut down, specifically like bars and restaurants and and like gyms. It's <laughs> it's hard for a lot of people. And media they need to keep moving on. So it's like, what do we write about? Oh, we have to write about celebrities because we're a celebrity media publication, but every celebrity is talking about coronavirus. So I guess we have to talk about celebrities and coronavirus. And it's resulting in these sorts of the stories. The thing that I was just noticing that was kind of just like notable was that the Daily Mail was writing article after article about photos of celebrities going food shopping, which is truly mm-hmm. Because they're all staying at home ideally, barrel. right? So there's not gonna they're not gonna be getting photos of them out and about like feeding the meter or whatever. So they have these photos of Rebel Wilson cuts a casual figure in a gray hoodie as she stockpiles food at the local store or whatever. And you have Hugh Jackman's hand washing dance or something. And you have Luann Lessep stocks up on paper towels. I like the Rebel Wilson one because it was like what was where was the one it was like a rebel opted for a delicious tub of guacamole to snack on and variety of energy drinks to fill her cupboards I, good great <laughs> sounds Love great this. she cut a casual figure in Givenchy gray hoodie as she heads to the shops to stockpile food amidst coronavirus uh, coronavirus panic and then you have two bullet points because you know they have the bullet points where they sum up the article two bullet points one is coronavirus symptoms what are they and what when should you see a doctor and then the second bullet is coronavirus symptoms. What are they and should you see a doctor? Literally the same <laughs> thing repeated twice. Like Daily Mail's like, we're not freaking out. We're every, not freaking out. We're not freaking out. <laughs> well, every every single one of these stories in the Daily Mail has that bullet underneath it because I think they're trying to be like, we're not taking this yeah. lightly. Like, yeah. yeah, we're talking about Luann Delesep stocking up on paper towels as she joins panic shopping crowds in the Hamptons amid coronavirus outbreak. But also, here are some facts. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like they're trying to make themselves seem legitimate. My favorite story is Kaya Gerber dons rubber gloves for grocery shopping with Cara Delevingne and Ashley Benson in L.A. amid coronavirus pandemic. Bullet. Coronavirus symptoms. What are they and when should you see a doctor? And it's photos of her, Ashley, Cara all wearing gloves at a grocery store in L.A. And they're just like smiling. And then there's a photo of her holding Clorox wipes in the driver's seat of her car just like staring at the camera with her gloves on. I mean, to be fair, like the dot, dot, dot amid coronavirus epidemic is literally Daily Mail's wet dream because they can put that after (laughs) anything that a celebrity is doing in this like currently. 
You know, celebrities can do anything amid the coronavirus. Yeah, it's sort of like uh, Orlando Orlando Bloom reveals he was celibate for six months before meeting Katy Perry amid coronavirus pandemic. Yeah, 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 yeah. here's one. Joaquin Phoenix accepts hand sanitizer from fiance Rooney Mara as the pair hit up a gas station amid the coronavirus pandemic. Okay, so that's what's happening with celebrity journalism. Let's talk about some celebrity (laughs) journalism that is not corona related, which is maybe one of my favorite stories of the week. Shania Twain revealed that Brad Pitt, quote, does impress her much. Every headline for this is so hilariously grammatically incorrect that I cannot stop laughing at it. Because, like, you have to use that don't impress me much, which is already, like, questionable English. He impresses me much. Also, how many times are we going to get this same story? Like, I feel like they ask her this. Somebody asks her this every time they interview her. Right? I mean... Are you sure Brad Pitt doesn't impress Brad, you? And she's like, no, does he, he does. Does he impress you now? And they're like, ah, Brad Pitt impresses her much. The oh singer my told God. the Daily Telegraph Stellar magazine that the 56-year-old actor does, in fact, impress her. <laughs> okay. It wasn't even the cover story of Stellar magazine. The cover of Stellar magazine was Alanis Morissette. And the headline is, what happened to Alanis Morissette? You ought to know. <laughs> A teeny tiny headline in the top right is, plus... Shania Twain, quote, I must say, I'm very impressed by Brad Pitt. What is this magazine? I don't know. This is a great magazine. What is this magazine? (laughs) Read more in this week's Stellar Magazine. This is a great magazine. (laughs) Stellar Magazine. Hey, Alanis, do you want to be photographed for the the cover of Stellar Magazine? And you have yet another headline that says you ought to know in it? I just... She's like, whatever. Her new songs are really good, by the way. I love both of oh, them. Oh, the Alanis Morissette? Yeah. No, she is good. Yeah, they're both really good. I'm happy for Shania Twain to like, really you know, good. keep on keeping on. But it's just so funny to me that, and I think she realizes that it's funny and really stupid that people keep asking about Brad Pitt as if it's yeah. like, you know, as if that's not a song, as if it's not like written, <laughs> you know, l- lyrically. As if people, people being like willfully ignorant of the fact that like, Pop stars don't write their yeah. songs for the most yeah. part. As if it's not, you know, this is this is no Grenadine Quarantine too, but it is <laughs> an iconic song. <laughs> Lindsay, can you play a karaoke track of That Don't Impress Me Much here so that I can sing along okay. to it, which is... Um, let's see. There you go. Uh, that do impress me much. See, that doesn't work. So you got the brains and also got the touch. Now don't get me wrong. Yeah, I think you're all right. And that do keep me warm in the middle of the night. That do impress me much. It's not as fun, it's not, Shania. It's not as fun. It's wild to say that do impress me much. <laughs> that do impress me much. Uh, uh, oh. Remember when Lala was taken on stage by Shania yes. Twain in her That Don't Impress Me Much You mean that do impress me much? One of That do impress me much? Oh, Lala, that do impress me much that you dressed up as Shania Twain and were taken it's on stage It's just so weird you're saying like, that is impressive. You're impressing me. I'm impressed. <laughs> Instead of that do impress me much. It's like when I see someone washing their hands for the required 20 seconds, I'm like, that do impress me much. I'm sorry, but everything in our, you know, everything has to be posy. So that don't impress me much has been changed to that do impress me much. <laughs> yes. We are living in a culture of positivity we now. Are. It's the only way to survive. Meanwhile, Isabella Rossellini. Can we talk about Isabella Rossellini? Yeah, we can just Isabella talk about Rossellini. Rossellini. Yeah. She posted a Instagram of just two chairs facing two <laughs> chairs outside a window. 
And she's like, this is my new living room. So it's like, Isabella Rossellini is like, yeah, come over to my house, but you have to sit in a chair on the deck while I'm inside and we'll be separated but by the glass. the funny thing is, which is I'm honestly very even smart. Even not but... amid coronavirus pandemic, I would believe that Isabella, Isabella Rossellini's like living room is set up like that. <laughs> you can't come inside Isabella Rossellini's house. You have to sit outside a gigantic window on a chair and speak through the glass. <laughs> I hope there's at least like a prison phone or something. Like, you know, she hasn't gotten that far yet. I would I would pay money to sit at that window, though, and talk to Isabel Rosalina. That do impress me much. <laughs> okay, so you set up a living room separated by glass on your property in the middle of nowhere. That do impress me much. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Do we, are there more, oh, do, can we just stop? Oh, Kelly Ripa, another, uh, see, we're doing these gotcha headlines where it's like, Kelly Ripa's very serious medical problem isn't coronavirus. So I click it. I'm like, is Kelly Ripa dying? And no, no. it's a joke. Kelly Ripa saw a doctor for a very for a very serious medical problem this week, but it's not coronavirus. The 49-year-old Live with Kelly and Ryan co-host visited dermatologist Dr. Robert Analik to receive Botox this week, with the doctor adding that her medical issue is, quote, Botox deficiency. Wah, wah. Don't do this to us, Kelly. This is not now. It's not the time. This. And also, then her their show went their show went down anyway. So uh, that Botox is being uh... their show flat lined. Oh wait, the best story of the week. See, there is more coronavirus. Gina Gershon taking her fat cat on a plane, and then Naomi Watts found it and was like, "Can I hold the cat on the plane?" But this, first of all, get off the this plane. But has nothing to do with. I mean, it's amid the coronavirus pandemic, but it has nothing to do with coronavirus. Yeah. Right. Gina Gershon just took her huge ass cat on a commercial flight. That's great. First class. And Naomi first Watts class. was there, and they hung out. And she held the oh that cat is fucking fat as hell big ass cat I think it's a Hemingway cat too it looks like oh my god what color you you call that specific tan a color and I don't mm-hmm. know it but it's gorgeous mm-hmm. it's a gorgeous cat so they and anyway so she posts a yeah. photo and she's like cats with me on first class and it's the cute fat cat and her cat carrier and then Naomi Watts casually posts a photo of her being like I'm not a cat lady dogs are my jam but this was a night. This was a nice bit of much needed comfort today. And it's her and her kid in first class. And she's holding this cat that just happens to be Gina Gershon's cat, who she ran into in first class. Once again, famous people always know each other. That's the thing is they don't have to be friends. They just always can connect and know each other because they're both famous. Oh, you're X. Oh, you're Y. The next photo is a selfie of her and Gina Gershon with their masks on, and it's a carousel. And then the next one is Gina Gershon holding the cat, and then another one of Gina Gershon holding the cat. And the caption is, hi, at Gina Gershon, and lovely cat emoji, ginormous Louie, bestest travel companions. Ooh, Nicole's going to be mad to hear that one. Okay. I thought I was the bestest. Let's... Naomi, I was told I was the bestest. Let's move on. Let's move further on. Keith, Keith. Naomi went on uh, Instagram and said she, Gina Gushon was the bestest travel companion. Are you? I can't what accent are you doing, accent. Naomi? I actually can't tell. It was sort of South African, but maybe it was. It just was bad. bad. That was terrible. I didn't even get it. It was. It was more Nicole Kidman in the interpreter, but like a bad interpretation of Naomi Kidman in the interpreter. Nicole Kidman in the interpreter. I heard something today. Do you think you could identify the voice you heard if you heard it again? Yes. How do you happen to be up there after hours? I'm an interpreter. I left some of my things in the sound booth. I had to go back for them. And at that moment, there happened to be a couple of fellows talking about an assassination in a language that you and maybe eight other people understand. Do you think I'm making it up? Let's move on from the... Let's move on from this, the panic, the pandemic. 
I'm losing yeah. my mind. Kaylee Cuoco says she's a coffee connoisseur. Can't wi- can't remember starting a day without caffeine. Kaylee Cuoco's Starbucks pre-scheduled Starbucks BonCon dropped right amid coronavirus panic. So it's just this very strange anomalous piece of coverage in Us Weekly's you know you know lineup. You have Spawn video. It is video of Kelly Kelly Cuoco, Kelly Cuoco at the Us Weekly offices talking about Starbucks like morning blend coffee. I think you had coffee. this in your quiz a few a few weeks ago, but like if you a asked me, you know, oh, what is Kelly Cuoco doing? What coffee is Kelly Cuoco doing Spawn for? I would say Starbucks. If you asked me what food, I'd say McDonald's. She is getting these big brands. She is. This is like the most. She gets the biggest, most basic <laughs> brands, right? She always. Yeah. Is doing spawn for like the daddies of industry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, you're right. She's you're right. literally fucking printing she's, money in her new house. <laughs> she's she's too famous for flat tummy God, tea. It's like they she just so she, she got a new house and it just came with an ATM and the ATM just gives her money <laughs> that's connected to Starbucks like Starbucks money. Just it's comes like out. hey. Hey, Kaylee Cuoco, will you do a um, SpawnCon for both Nestle and Coca-Cola? And she's like, great. Yeah, I'll, we'll pay you $10 million right. each. No, it's just brand, like the biggest brands you can think of. Kaylee Cuoco is like, got it. You know what I love? Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> Truly. She's like, DuPont makes my favorite chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> Heard of Amazon? I have. Like, it's just the, it's just the biggest companies. When it comes to chemicals, I trust DuPont. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> so she's doing <laughs> Starbucks ads, which I'm sure is making you crazy because just she's saying like things like, I love coffee in general. <laughs> <laughs> I go to bed at night just thinking about what my cup will be like in the morning. You do that, too. What mug I will choose. I do how the frothed too. milk will make me I feel. Do you do- this all is you, says the star 34, told us exclusively while promoting her partnership with Starbucks on Monday, March 9th. God, this was like before the bad times. <laughs> I'm a self-proclaimed coffee connoisseur. I love all things coffee. Oh my God. Added Added the eight simple rules alum. The first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is turn it on. I like the smell. I like the whole pro... All of this is audio, by the way. It's in the video. It's just part of my routine. I can't even think of a morning when I haven't had a cup or where I've missed it. I don't forget to have a cup. As for how the California native takes her coffee... Also, what's what's a... Name a less interesting descriptor than California native. Like, if that's the best you got... Leave it out. As for how the California native takes her coffee, temperature is key. Quote, it has to burn my esophagus. (laughs) Wait, no, she she didn't say that. Um, But I enjoy it. And that's the first thing I do. And then I go shower and do my thing and come back. And I also like it piping hot. Like if it just is, it has to be, Mm -hmm. it has to burn my my (laughs) esophagus. Mm -hmm. And I froth the milk and I'm very pleased. But I have a, a big collection of mugs. It, ha- it no, has you're to burn my up. esophagus, she explained. I'm not Where making this, this shit up. Let me read this. It's below the second video because guess what? There are two. I'm just going to play them in full. It has to burn my esophagus, she explained. No. And I froth the milk and I'm very pleased. Oh my God. And then it says. <laughs> Wait, this is like me talking about coffee. I'm sorry. The final, the final quote, the kicker on the story. Added the Harley Quinn star, quote. <laughs> what? Added the Harley Quinn star quote. I'm excited to have coffee in my house. <laughs> That's just how it ends. I'm excited to have coffee in my house. That's like you 
creating a coffee caption at gunpoint with like Starbucks CEO gun to your head being like, write the caption. I'm, I'm excited, excited to have, to have coffee, coffee in, my house. in my house. That's like been translated five times. That's from English to another language to English to another language to English again. And that's what it sounds like. When asked about what she loves most about the, about the, fam- the famous beverage, the Who Weekly co-host added, I like that it wakes me up. <laughs> Because it's all just details that I've heard from other people about what coffee does, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's black, and sometimes I add milk, and sometimes I add sugar. <laughs> A great thing about coffee is that you can add flavors. The Who Weekly co-host, 30 Redacted, said on Monday, March 9th. <laughs> before, amid the pandemic. No, it was like pre the, before the pandemic. They need to like do a thing where they, they take all the news that was like right before the right before the pandemic like got got real um and stamp it with like a before the pandemic stamp so that we know <laughs> we did this before the yeah, pandemic it's true so we like so we know we did this before the pandemic um, but we at least at least kelly pandemic. cuoco has a ton of coffee in her house now because she's staying home she better be fucking staying home well this is this is a funny story that people reported speaking of kelly cuoco god this is what happens during the pandemic you get two kelly cuoco stories kelly cuoco and husband carl cook settled into their first home two years after getting married it's the first time they've ever lived together they've been married for two years honestly do you it's just very funny and it i says, love it and i respect after two it. years of marriage it's like Judith Light is like, yeah, my husband lives on the other side of the country. It's iconic. After two years of marriage and not living under the same roof, Kaylee Cuoco and Carl Cook have finally moved in together. I love it. I love it so they much. Moved to get, they moved together. But there's together nothing. And- there's nothing that'll break the brains of Us Weekly than a couple, celebrity couple, not living together. That is like their worst fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my god. <laughs> we're not done with the kitchen. Talking Hold on, about I have one kitchen. more thing to say about this. Okay. It yes. reminded me of the shit you were talking about LA, which was specifically, ooh, I'm gonna ooh, quote you here. Ooh. It's too bright here. <laughs> this house. I always want my apartment to be brighter. My apartment is not bright enough. But this house is too bright. It's too bright. This house is too bright. It Look at Kaylee really, napping. Too bright. How can you nap there? It's that kitchen very too bright. bright in LA. It's so bright sometimes. Ugh. Sometimes it's Ugh. so bright. You're just like, oh, I can't. I wore my sunglasses inside Jones on Third because I was like, it's too bright. I can't even take them off. You went to Jones on Thirds and didn't tell me? What? Do you love Jones Did on Third? Did you get 3rd? coffee? No, because every celebrity's like, Selma Hayek just stopped by Jones on Third on her way to a meeting. But I love coffee in general. I go to bed at night just thinking of what my cup will be like in the morning, what mug I will choose, Mm -hmm. how the frothed milk will make me feel. I'm a self-proclaimed coffee connoisseur. I love all Mm -hmm. kinds of coffee. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Let's see what Rita's up to. Uh, Song? Well, new song. We can get that. That's how we can end. First things first, though, it was her father's birthday. She wants all of her fans to, quote, stay safe amid coronavirus concerns, which is very nice. She says, everything is a little crazy right now. So I just want to say, I hope you all stay safe and look after each other. Heart, thank you so much at Sport Relief. Because she performed for this charity concert Mm -hmm. where she performed her new song, How to Be Lonely, for the first time live. I have to say, it's a little weird that Rita is promoting a single right now. I, I wish she wasn't. <laughs> I, why? You know what I mean? Like, I get. Yeah. If it really proves, like, 
the show must it, go tru- on. She truly is the the ultimate show must go on because it's not like she couldn't have pushed back this this single. I don't know. I just it is kind of weird that Rita's like popping around town right now, just performing at charities and in you know how to be lonelying. Up at storm. least, at least it she performed for a charity and the song is sort of about self quarantine. So you know they're. There are positives here. Well, Rita Wilson didn't put it on her playlist. Maybe she hadn't heard it yet. No, she doesn't know about it yet. Okay. Well, she's very competitive with other Ritas. That's she's very true. competitive. That's true. Ritas. There's only a few of them. Um, it's like how Josh hates every other Josh. Oh, is that true? Um, well, he just doesn't. Like, he has, he's predisposed to hate other Joshes. He gets very competitive with other Also, he can probably hear me talking about him to the other room because guess what? We're quarantining together. Not enough. No, no, no. Well, no one ever showed me how to be lonely. End up on This song was co-written by Louis Capaldi of Who Weekly fame, and uh, per <laughs> genius, per genius, it was originally intended for his album, and then I went to Wikipedia, and I was like, what? And it said, Scottish singer-songwriter Louis Capaldi wrote How to Be Lonely, but he felt he was, quote, fucking shite singing it, so he gave it to Rita Ora. It was supposed to be on his After album. After he hearing like, this song, it. I'm not quite sure how Louis Capaldi was singing it. Right. It definitely sounded very different than Rita Ora's take on it, because Rita Ora's take on How to Be Lonely sounds exactly like Rita Ora. I mean, it's 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 a exactly. Rita Ora song down to them fucking tea. I think that Peter's version would have been slower. It would not have been. It would have been acoustic. Yeah, the production would have been. It would have way been sadder. Put down. Sparse. Yeah. Yep. 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 It reminds me of. It's got the same exact vibe as like over the hills and far away. Then 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 you know uh, anywhere. It's got the same. Uh, anywhere. The chorus has the same kind of like layered chanting thing going on she definitely is yeah. it, this definitely fits within the songs that she releases and she's but the thing about her also is that she has this very um she's good at sounding strained yeah you know she does a lot of like she kind of overdoes it in a way that i think is kind of nice mm-hmm. and very specific and unique to mm-hmm. her and this is a good song where it's like she's like straining her voice it's kind of she's good at sort of seeming desperate it makes it makes sense that it would be a Rita Ora song, you know? Sure, yeah. She's always sort of like, ugh, she's always she's always longing, you know? She's a very longing performer. What I didn't realize, which obviously it is, it's the lead single from an album. So, like, is Rita going to release an album soon? I mean, ish, right? Sooner rather than later. Rita Ora releases third album amid coronavirus panic. I mean, I mean. Uh... I mean, if we've learned anything from Rita Ora, it's going to be a while before the album comes. Is that what we've learned? <laughs> Rita Ora can release hit after hit after hit, but the album won't be here for like a few oh, years. Oh, interesting. It says that there are backing... Louis Capaldi still is on this track in in uh, backing vocals. Hello. Hello. Hello, everybody. It's me, Louis. And it's me, Rita. And we are here. Why are we here? We're here because there's an amazing <laughs> song called How To Be. And uh, this lad over here, the talented fucker, did something for it, which uh, is called writing it. The thing is, sometimes you write songs and you sing them and you go, oh, I'm fucking shite at this. I said, oh, no, I'm not very good at singing this. And I was like, how do you get someone who can sing it? And I sang it. And walks Rita Ora and, and then, says, 
<laughs> she was like, <laughs> and now a baby's been born. A baby has been born. <laughs> okay, can we end this? Because it's enough. Lindsay and Bobby end latest episode amid coronavirus. Uh, um, it's not. It's like thank so you for listening. bad. <laughs> just trying. I'm just trying to make myself feel better. Thank you for listening to Who Weekly as always. Thank you for you know supporting us on Patreon. If you do, you will get two bonus episodes a week until the end of the season of Westworld. Because guess what? We're gonna do that. This is not a Westworld podcast and a bonus episode every week now. Because why not? We got the time. Woo! Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to stay inside, keep our grandparents safe, and uh, we'll see you on Friday. Bye-bye. You will Yeah. Yeah. I love limes. <laughs> I love them. They're great. I love them so much and I like to present them like this in my house. <laughs>